listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53, where we will be discussing chapter 16 of City of Glass, Articles of Faith. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. So we have something super duper cool to share with y'all. I don't okay. know what this says, so it's the first time I'm hearing it. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, so we have a review from Apple Podcasts. And the title is everything, guys. It says, where have you been all my life? Oh, I know. And it's from Jay Perdue. All right, here we go. In the midst of COVID politics, self-help overload, working in the medical field, thank you, oh, and thank raising you. three ch- kids, this year has not been a walk in the park. In the middle of, I'm in the middle of City of Bones wrap-up episode 20 and wanted to tell you guys how much fun I've had listening on my commute. My daughter had been begging me to read the books for years, and I found this podcast as an alternative. Now I'm the cool mom again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have to wear masks to laugh with you. And I'm finally admitting I, too, am a nerd. (laughs) Thank you so much. I can't wait to listen to more. (laughs) You have earned your license to nerd, Jay Perdue. Thank you so much. Absolutely. (laughs) Love to have another mom in our bunch. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) And thank you for... What is, what's the, taking the time to leave the review? Being awesome. Listening to us? Listening to us. Being Being in the the medical medical field? Yes, yes, that's what I meant. Being in the medical field. (laughs) I think I said in the. (laughs) She just attacked me. (laughs) Thank you for everything that you do and your sacrifices. Yes. We appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for listening and taking the time to write a review and all of the things. Thank you for being you. Yes. We love you. Yes. Thank you. Good job, mom, for reading with your daughter. I think that's neat. I'm begging my daughter to read these. So (laughs) it's opposite for me. Me too, man. (laughs) Awesome. My kid's like, "Mm, that's okay. I'm like, like like me, please. Yeah. Right. All right, folks, since words are hard today and we've got a long one for you, why don't we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworlder Dish. Luke is in a secret society meeting trying to solidify his Downworlder Shadow Hunter Alliance, and things are not going to plan. Although the Shadow Hunters that showed up are willing to listen, they're stuck in their old ways. Luke leaves to take a breather, and there waiting for him is young Jonathan. <laughs> He stopped by to reveal his plan of killing Vitang to Luke so he can relay and care for Clary if he doesn't come back. Luke begrudgingly sends him on his way with a marigold petal in his blessing. <laughs> back at Amatus's, Clary's waking up to an empty bed in a Dear John letter. She rushes off to find Luke for help, but instead runs into Isabel and Simon in the kitchen. She gets Izzy alone to let her read the letter and ask her for her help, but instead is met with a truth bomb that Einstein would be proud of. She decides to divulge Jace's demon blood secret when she is interrupted by Jocelyn. Clary is, to put it simply, shooketh to her core, seeing her mother standing in Amatus's kitchen. Which is exactly what happens when you doubt the magnificent Magnus Bane, High Warlock of Brooklyn, bitch! My bad! (laughs) (laughs) But the mother Clary remembers is not the same as the Jocelyn before her. Oh no. Mama traded in those paint-splattered overalls for all, an all-black gear, complete with a pair of wicked cool zip-off pants. Yeah! <laughs> Clary's not the only one suffering from a case of somebody I used to know, because Jocelyn is 
just as shocked to see her sweet summer child dressed like a demon here, a demon stalking here, superhero. <laughs> Fuck, dressed like a demon stalking superhero. What you'd expect to be a happy reunion quickly starts to deteriorate when Jocelyn goes in for an embrace and Clary nopes the fuck out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, hose over pros Lightwood, uh, not knowing who Jocelyn is, reaches under her apron for her electrum whip, a weapon second only to the, le- to the deadliness of her cooking. Hold on. Yes. Who wears an apron when they're making pancakes? I do. That's so simple. Yeah, but I got flour on me. Oh, my goodness. Okay, fine. (laughs) I wear an apron when I do dishes, too. Like a plastic apron? (laughs) No. Do you have one that ties, or does it slip over? It ties. Okay. Okay. I need to make myself an apron. I want one that slips over. Okay. I do want to get one of the linen ones that have the X in the back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. A slip over. What else would slip over? A smock. (laughs) <laughs> okay Robin has <laughs> sleeves on it and shit I just want a moo. I want to make all my clothes I want to just be a hippie yeah I wish I had the time and the no toddlerism yeah. time let me see that is a smock that is a smock smock it to ya <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this episode anyway I was gonna say but I'm glad I didn't have to. <sighs> okay. All right. So Jocelyn's like, oh, shit, Maris? To which Izzy's all, bitch, do I look 35? Right. Exactly. <laughs> We're the same age. Like, come on. <laughs> Finally, Jocelyn deems it necessary to introduce herself and basically tells everyone to piss off so she can talk to Clary alone. But Mama's been snoozing for a while. Shit has changed and Jocelyn is about as slow on the uptake as her daughter. I guess we know where Clary gets it from. <laughs> Clary breaks her silence, but not in the way that anyone expects. She says, quote, how did you get here, Jocelyn? How? I'm sorry. Difficult must it have been for her to get that out? Weird. Like, like if you've always called your mom, mom. Yeah. And I've said, like, my mom dropped something. I was like, a good one, (laughs) Daryl. But it's always, like, a jokey fun. Mm -hmm. Uh Like, would never call her by her name to like call her out on some bullshit no at least not to her face no <laughs> especially when you thought she might die right <laughs> but like yeah that must have been hard for her to choke that around her you know i don't understand the purpose of it regardless you can get around the fact that you could show her how mad you are by still saying mom She's mother being rude yeah. and, and disrespectful well, and at, like okay maybe I might be able to do something now, but I'm 33 years old. That's she what I was going to say. Like, yeah. yeah. Can you feel the fucking sting of your mother's slap across your goddamn face? Because I know if I was 16 and I would have called my mom by her fucking first name, she would. I would have been beat. Backhanded into next Tuesday is what my mom would say. Dude. Terry. No. Never. Feels weird even calling her that now and she died like eight years ago. It's, it's just, it's not something. Sorry. <laughs> She's been gone for this long and I still, it seems weird. No, anyway. heck no. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I didn't just, read your next thing. No, Sorry. no. But like you, it, I'm glad because that means that like, it's You're an not honest reaction that we all think the same fucking thing. 
<sighs> I'm sorry. You would be scared to call your mom with that, yeah. uh, her first name with that kind of attitude. It's Unless you call, like, if I I went to school with somebody whose parent did not want to be called mom. And they're like, I have a name. This is my name. And if that's your relationship with them and your guys are yeah. cool with that, whatever. But she refers to, in her internal monologue, mm-hmm. she says her mom, right? Mm-hmm. She never says Jocelyn. I'm Mm-mm. still just not cool with that. Oh, somebody not wanting to be, I I mean, like, whatever to each his own. But, like, she's specifically saying this to be disrespectful. Yeah. On purpose. It's weird to think about that. She had, you know, that she had to, like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it took really, a moment like, to get it out. Well, and I wonder, it's like, is she... Okay, I think if it was just here, if it was just her and Simon, mm-hmm. do you think she would have said that? Or is she trying to oh show off because a Amatis bit? and Isabel are there? I uh, yeah, probably. I I'm sure there's some <laughs> something of that in there that showboating like Boom. oh you want you like she just got done talking to Izzy about um like sacrifice and like giving up and, yeah. and all this stuff and she's like bitch like I've sacrificed I have my life has been turned upside down like I think she's trying to like flex a little bit okay. interesting stop it what Clary Jocelyn explains that Magnus fulfilled his promise and brought the antidote to the hospital before portaling her to Idris and then she's all is something wrong dude <laughs> okay i'm sorry that i have to sidebar again do it but i want to know so magnus can't portal jocelyn to idris without permission mm-hmm. from the clave right yeah he can't portal you can't portal into, into the, the city. city but she could have portaled to like maragner's house yeah, yeah. or somewhere or else. maybe isn't yeah. ambitus outside of the city no 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 oh okay no, she is in she's, okay she's, She's like up on the east side okay. of London, right? Right. But back in the in the fifties, yeah. yeah. That's it's very sad. But she specifically says that he portaled portaled her outside the city. Okay, sorry, I just. But I I don't know. Okay, so here's my theory in terms of portal magic, specifically in Idris. Outside of the city walls. Like in Alicante, but not Idris. Right. Okay. Um, I think that the permission is not a case-by-case basis. I think the permission is by Warlock. Because, like, Ragnar lives there. So every time he needs to go home, he's not going to have to get permission to portal to his house. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think it's like, do you have a relationship? Like, do you reach, like, gold status? (laughs) A frequent flyer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it because I think amongst warlocks, as we've seen, is that there's some that are more trusted than others, like some that do more business with the clave than others. So I think that that is like, I don't know. Interesting. Well, now if he wanted to portal into Al- Alicante, into the guard where the one portal is, I mean, not anymore because it got it's burned up, but. Where it would happen. But then then I think he would have to schedule it. But I think just Idris, okay. because downworlders are allowed to be in uh, Idris, just not in Alicante. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, there, there must be like an office to process it through. My point was just I wonder if somebody knew that she was coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably. I mean, 
Like if they had to get permission from somebody that knew that Jocelyn was maybe right. Magnus could just say, "I have a shadow hunter that would like to come back," and they're like, "Okay, cool, we know you." Yeah, that's probably. fine. Okay, okay. Send anyway. them through, bro. Approved. <laughs> Stamp. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Jocelyn asks if there's something wrong, and we're just like, "Yeah, bitch, you lied to your daughter about her like whole life and kept an entire world, one that that she rightfully belonged to, and." you know, was pretty significant. <laughs> a secret, not to mention that bit about messing with her fucking memory. Like, I don't know. What could be wrong? I, I feel like a mother would have sufficed more. In fact, I think like that would have hurt a little more than calling her Jocelyn. She's, mother. She should call her mommy dearest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why you saying that made me think of it. Anyway. <laughs> But of course, Clary doesn't say any of that. The first thing that she says is, why didn't you tell me I had a brother? I mean, (laughs) what? Girl, get it together. You're still salty about the brother loving situation, but can we please focus on more important things? Like, you know, your dad who's trying to end the fucking world at sundown. Like, (laughs) like you told me my dad was dead. How about that? Or something. Stop worrying about your love Why life. Why didn't you tell me I could hunt shadows? <laughs> I, could, I could I could run across rooftops. I look really banging in black. <laughs> and you've been keeping this from me my whole life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So Jocelyn tries to give some bullshit. I was protecting you from being hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Clary's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It didn't work, and everything blew up in your face. Welcome to being a fair child. <laughs> For real. Jocelyn apologizes, and it's clear in oh, and it's clearly the wrong move because Clary's hackles kick up, and she's instantly out for blood. <laughs> so I'm not gonna read the whole argument, but it was hilarious, and I really liked it. <laughs> um, but here's some highlights from Clary's speech. She says, "Quote." What did you expect to happen to me after you disappeared? If it hadn't been for Jace and the others, I'd be dead. You never showed me how to protect myself. You never told me how dangerous things really were. What did you think? That if I couldn't see the bad things, that meant that they couldn't see me? Which is precisely the argument that I made back in City of Bones. It's like, dude, like, what do you expect is going to happen? You fucking idiot. True. Truth bomb. Like, you know, this guy is like super duper evil and we didn't even know how evil he was back then. But now we know how evil he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. It's again, but she it knew the whole like time. She should have had a plan in place for what should have happened to Clary if she used this potion. At minimum. Yep. And Luke Even if been, she wasn't yep. going to tell her about the shadow world, get her some fucking self-defense training and tell her it's because she's a fucking girl in New York City. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hard sell mm-hmm. to be like, I'm going to have you take Krav Maga. Like, <laughs> but mom, I want to draw. <laughs> you can do both. We are multifaceted. <laughs> draw your karate skills. <laughs> With a Z. Took me like three hours to finish the shading on your upper lip. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Highlight two. Highlight two. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you wanted, Clary shouted. It it is who I am. You took all that away from me and it didn't belong to you. And I'm just like, slow fucking clap for Clary. 
finally she's putting up some boundaries and being like, no, bitch. Like, you say I, I was never this person, but you didn't, you never wanted me to be this person. Well, guess what? Like, that wasn't your choice to make. This is my choice to make. Kristen and Clary are finally getting along. Right. And I, I said that this is the moment where my opinion um, of Clary <laughs> starts to shift. Because she's finally showing some backbone and holding her mom accountable for her actions, which is not an easy task. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No. Okay. You it go. seems a high contrast to she just had this mm-hmm. fight with Isabel mm-hmm. that was still very immature. Well, emotion driven. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like... um. It's not fair. It's not fair. Think yeah. of me. It's not fair. Sort of mm-hmm. immature. Which I don't know if it's because it's Jace's at stake. So she's not thinking clearly. Like mm-hmm. if that was the point of writing it that way. Mm-hmm. And then she completely 180s and has mm-hmm. this like really. Not. She has very like poignant mm-hmm. points. Poignant she's been points shower thinking. She's making, well, and she's yeah. making these really like cuts like surgical yeah. cuts into yeah. you know jocelyn's defenses and really like like blake breaking it down mm-hmm. for her so it's just such a big contrast i yeah. think that it's a I, I think it was a an intentional contrast for that mm-hmm. way one because she's had what three months i don't know yeah. two right. weeks i we don't yeah. know how we long, don't long. Been. she's had longer than three seconds to think about it right and, and she's been thinking about this whole thing as she's experiencing all these new things and being like my mom has been yeah. Sleeping on some shit. Yeah, absolutely. So I think she's had a longer time to process. But I also think that it shows us where Clary's blind spot is. And that's Jace. When Jace is involved in something, she becomes overly emotional and she can't see clearly. And that seems to be a common theme throughout is that, mm-hmm. like, he's her blind spot. She mm-hmm. just cannot think logically when he's involved. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think you always kind of attack the people you love the most or you're closest with Mm -hmm. harder. So I think that that's probably part of why she doesn't mind saying kind of meaner things. Although she did just say something pretty mean to Isabel about Max. So I don't know. Well, I'm wondering if it's a difference between her reacting and her having this like planned out. Uh Uh-huh. Like, yeah, she's probably like if it was me, Mm -hmm. I would be when she's been focused on getting her mom back and stuff. But I'm sure there's points before she goes to sleep where she's just like, you know what? I'm going to tell her. And I'm going to, and she's like, mm-hmm. it's very formulated. And then with Isabel, she's expecting her to like mount up, yeah. you know, and get shit done and go get Jace. So instead she's caught off guard and then she's reacting because like you're saying she can't mm-hmm. think and she, clearly. And she really doesn't understand their culture. She hasn't taken the time to understand. And so this seems to happen a lot with Clary is that she'll like hit, like run up against a wall of like, something about the shadow world that she didn't understand and she tries to like break through it and they're like no no, no that's not how this is like you don't understand and right. then someone has to explain it and then she's like oh fuck okay and then like try to find another pathway but again to your point about you know it's easier to hurt the people you love and know the best is you know her mom like all the fear of like oh my god my mom my mom my mom my mom now she's Breathing, awake, and standing in front of she's you. Fine. All of that's gone. Yep. She's fine. Now I get to be mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that comes Like when your flooding. kid runs out in front of a car. <gasps> yep. <gasps> yep. Or they or, go oh. inside a friend's house without permission and you're searching for them and then you <sighs> find them. But yeah, like once they're okay, you're like, now I get to be pissed yeah. off at you and yell at you because... 
that was so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Opening the car door while we're driving. On the freeway. Fuck. My brother did that. I did that when I was a kid. <laughs> Bryn did not. Child safety laws. Exactly. <laughs> As we were talking about with car seats, everything's evolving. Right. So upon seeing Jocelyn's reaction, Clary decides it's probably best if she leaves before she crushes, crushes her mother's soul even more. Um, and she makes like Forrest and runs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. While Clary is running, we pop over to Jace's running. point of view. Running. Running. <laughs> <laughs> we pop over to Jace's point of view where he's borrowing the Verlac horse of Wayfair. It's just... It's got just what I need. <laughs> what is it? Wayfair's got just what I need. <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, we it's need TV. <clears throat> um, it only takes two hours on horseback. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some people are like, you need Jesus. And I'm like, you need TV. <laughs> I have my priorities. <laughs> TV's your religion? Yeah. Apparently. I'm sorry. Oh, God. That was good. I like that. Okay. So it only takes two hours on horseback to make it to the still smoldering ruins of Wayland Manor. Um, Jace pulls out his stele, uh, one he quote unquote borrowed from Alec. And I feel like this casual theft stuff might be getting out of control. Dude, he needs something because Clary keeps losing his shit. That light blitz. Chase light fingers. Anyways, he's using Alex Stelle. Um, oh, anyways, using Jalice. Jalice? <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, using Alex Stelle, Jace takes the bloody thread he plucked from Clary's coat um, into it in his palm and draws a tra- draws a tracking rune on the back of his hand, conjuring up an image of a landscape that J- Jace instantly recognizes. Armed with the location, Jace points Wayfarer in Sebastian's direction. And I'm like, why do you have to go to the manor to do the the tracky tracky spell? Right. I wonder, I think he might have. <laughs> like, did he have to be within range? I don't know what the limits of the spell are. Right. I wonder if it's like, I wonder if Sebastian's moving. So he was there. And then he got there and he wasn't there. So then he checked him again. Oh, like okay. where he was okay. again. That would make sense. So it's only. Mm-hmm. That would that, totally make yeah. sense. Because well, I don't think he has it up like GPS, right? <laughs> like it's showing know. him the location. Yeah. And then he goes to the location and he checks He's it using again. the sensor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Oh, shit. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, shit. My bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was fast. Mm -hmm. Okay. So back to Clary. Um, I imagine she ran away like Phoebe from Friends, like with her arms behind her and just (laughs) throwing a fit. She ended up outside um, near the edge of the guard hill, which I think is interesting to call it that as if I can really picture where it is. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. She's in an anger rage, pulling fists of grass out of, like, the earth like a child. And she didn't even notice that she had broken half of a nail until she saw or felt blood. And I'm, exactly, I'm gonna call bullshit, okay? Your nails are so fucking painful to injure. Like, you know, they talk about, um, 
Yep. Treasure is all I can think Torture. of. Torture. <laughs> Thank you. Where they shove stuff in your nails. Like, that's terrible. So anyway, I don't think that she wouldn't have noticed. I don't care how angry you are. Unless you've been shot by a bullet or some shit, you're going to notice your nail has been torn off, basically. Well, it's like it's <laughs> like when they're, like, constantly biting their lip until it bleeds. Bitch, no, you're not. No, exactly. You're not squeezing your, your hands into fists until your nails make your palms bleed. That's not real life. Right stupid my palms are so thick anyway because my hands are so dry that I would never bleed <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway Clarity starts to calm down and her finger is probably fucking throbbing you like on elf that. it has a heartbeat oh, so cute <laughs> she does deserve it you're right <laughs> she um she realizes that she hadn't realized how angry she was with her mom until she saw her and like all just came flooding out so I guess yeah she's okay so now she gets to be angry that yep. was exactly it I guess she wonders if some of her anger directed towards Jocelyn was partially partially partly whatever because of what's happening with Jace like I think just like everything with Jace not just that he took off mm-hmm. so although I do think that she overreacted she had some very good fighting points and I think we talked about that a little bit but mm-hmm damn she had some really good like zingers there she didn't even like turn into a teenager and overreact about like although she did say about her brother why didn't you tell me I had a brother but the rest of the shit was good Mm -hmm. good job girl high five high five anyway (laughs) eventually Simon finds Clary and he has her green coat with him and I assume that it's okay he says he has her coat and I'm assuming it's her green coat and I'm assuming it's the shadow hunter cloak. And I'm really sad because she points out how worn it already is. And that there's a little hole in the elbow that she can stick her finger through. Dude, no. I'm so sad. I realize she can get another one, but I just imagine it's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, she's treating it like it's a fucking army jacket. Well, <laughs> like Chase's leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the first time she wore it, she dropped into a lake. Okay. I know, dude. Um, Her bad, then- though. Her bad. <laughs> and then had to walk. In said coat. Sopping wet. God, that's right. In her wet jeans again. That's mm-hmm. just terrible. It's karma. And then she wrote yeah. she wrote a, a horse in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it smelled so bad. No wonder she was mad. Alma just didn't wash it. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like sea algae and, yeah. and horse poop. <laughs> we did wonder what the lake was used for, maybe. Anyway, so Simon explains... Um, that Luke sent him there to tell. She's like, did my mom send you? And he's like, no, Luke, actually, he just wants you to be back before sunset because shit's going down. So Luke gave the clave until sunset to make their decision on giving downworlders a seat on the council. And the book says the downworlders are coming to the North Gate at twilight. If the clave agrees, they can come into Alicante. If not, so a few things on this. Obviously, if not, then what happens? Yeah. So first, I doubt all the downworlders are coming, no. right? Like, I'm sure there are plenty of downworlders that don't support shadow hunters. We don't know many other warlocks other than Magnus. We haven't really met very many fairies yet either. I mean, we kind of saw their world a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's kind of it's it's interesting how you had brought up about different like looking at them differently but mm-hmm. really the only worlds that we've gotten into are where person slash wolves sorry <laughs> <laughs> and vampires so i don't know i think it's interesting so i'm curious if they are there to help as well like loads of them are there to help as much as there are probably werewolves because that's who mm-hmm. luke was able to get to mm-hmm. so second is there like a switch that they can turn to allow downworld as into alicante we kind of talked about this with jocelyn a little bit too it's like oh let's just flip this light switch real quick let's open the gate because 
Yeah, the gate might be open, but would the wards keep them out? I think the wards are just keeping demons out. Oh, and although, okay. I wonder. We know it's not an alarm because Luke got through. Right. Well, that's what I'm, and I'm wondering. I think it's just a law. Okay. Well, it has to be guarding or protecting something, but I wonder, like, if you have to have a certain amount of demon blood for it to not let you in. Huh. Well, because if you're a werewolf, it's, you have yeah. a demon. And a warlock. Disease, They're half. And warlocks are half. Yeah. I don't know. Tell us. I mean, Magnus can go inside the city. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he has a permission slip. <laughs> He's got a key card. Yeah. yeah. He swipes it. it. Yeah. Well, because otherwise, the, so the, they're saying the towers keep demons out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demon towers. I, yeah. I don't think that there's anything magical that keeps downworlders that out of Alicante. Sense. I think it's just a law. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that too. I don't okay. think there's any like. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense about. Well, they'll open the gates for him, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it just makes more sense about Luke being able to get through because we were pretty caught up on that for right. a while. At least I was. <laughs> well, I, just, <laughs> I was too. So our thing was when Luke got in, he, I think that you cannot enter Alicante without permission. Point mm-hmm. blank, end of story. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a shadow hunter. Or you should not or you cannot. Like, it, there's supposed to be a wall up. I feel like the uh-huh. whole city is like 360 guarded by a wall, correct? Yes. Well, there's an invisible wall because Luke went, when they went they through it, they could feel it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, a ward. Mm-hmm. The wards. But there was not an alarm. Nope. That went off because Luke was able to get in. And we were wondering if it was because Luke still had shadow hunter blood in him because he was a shadow hunter that was turned into That's a down right. Because it, okay. the demon disease infects you but you're still uh-huh like i don't think he's a hundred percent werewolf well he can't bear 100%. angelic runes sorry hundred percent that bit that werewolf yeah or then we were wondering are his permanent runes still there his permanent marks are they right. still there so this was all the discussion uh-huh. yeah having. yeah this whole thing is confusing so i guess you're not supposed to dig into it this much because you can find flaws because when it's made up, it can't all be perfect. Your question is. Just like, do do they just open the gates and it's fine? Like, they don't have to remove the, like, I was wondering if maybe they have to, like, take the ward down and then put a new ward up that allows, you know, certain amount yeah, of I don't think whatever. So. Like, it's a different spell or something. Or they but... would all have to go through one gate. Mm-hmm. Like, they would open the gate and then they would all try Like Disneyland. Right. I got you. Yeah, because I, I think the ward is the ward. Yeah. Regardless, I don't think you can. Yeah, I think I think the towers are what generate the ward. And if the, the towers are down like they were when he attacked, they had to do something to reactivate them, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably Silent Brothers. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. I think the wards only protect against demons. I don't think they protect okay. against anything okay. else. Yeah. Like full blown demons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Full 100% that demon. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Clary very confidently says that the, that the clave will agree because they have to. And she adds that no one would choose V-Tang. Like, but again, not everybody knows what you know, girl. So mm-hmm. you're right in your own mind. But if they knew everything, maybe they wouldn't. But they don't know everything. There's no seminar about, look what he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's at 12 noon. 
There will be tea sandwiches. And then you have to buy a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be over 30 and own a credit card. Own a credit card? Anyway. Oh, my God. Have you ever sat through one of those timeshare No, I've been asked, but no. I have. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> there was, we were in Vegas once and a friend went to one and we got free tickets to see Lance Burton. And it was terrible. Lance Burton was terrible. Sorry, I don't know Lance what that Burton. is. He's a magician. Oh, yeah. was really, anyway. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Cleary takes this time to, instead of talk about her mom or something important, she asks Simon an admittedly dumb question. She asks if he slept with Isabel. And Simon is so startled, he kind of like chokes. And he's like, <coughs> are you serious? <laughs> and uh, he tells her that he doesn't feel like it's any of her business. but It's not. Yeah, but he admits that they didn't. So... I have to add, though, I agree with you it's not. But at the same time, they decided to be friends. And I would talk to you guys if I hooked up with somebody. Mm -hmm. So if they really are going to be friends, it seems like he shouldn't be. It is weird for her to ask. At this point? Yeah. And it's especially. The world's ending. Yeah. It's not important. But I don't know. Of course, it's not her business. Just like it's not your guys' business about my life or whatever. But still. So anyway. (laughs) Clary then asks if they, um, Simon and Isabel, are dating. And he's like, bro, you're just trying to distract yourself from what's happening in your own life. Like, you have your mom, Jace. There's some shit going down. There's some shit going down. There's some shit going down. No? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) He tells her that he's never seen her as angry as she was towards her mom, Jocelyn. (laughs) And he thought that she had missed her. And she's like, yeah, I did miss her, but I've been so focused um, on finding her and curing her and fighting my evil daddy-o that I hadn't stopped to think about how fucking mad I was <laughs> about Jocelyn. She's like, basically, Jocelyn omitted the shadow hunter life like a math teacher omits the number 14 on a math assignment. <laughs> I just remember my teacher doing that, and that's when I learned the word omit okay. in the ninth grade. <laughs> omit. I feel like that was a little late in life to know that word. Anyway, (laughs) Simon points out um, Clary's question to Jocelyn. Why didn't you ever tell me I had a brother? (laughs) And I don't know why Simon needs to bring that up, but I guess it's kind of the same thing. Like, are you and Isabel dating? Yeah, I I think that's exactly what it was. (laughs) So um, the response is obvious. Uh, To me, it's obvious. Like, Mm -hmm. duh. Why would she? So she wonders if she had known the truth that maybe... um, she wouldn't have met Jace the way that she did and possibly wouldn't have fallen in love with him. And I just call yeah. bullshit on that. Yeah. Like you can't, what are you just not going to fall in love with any guy your age? Potentially could possibly be your brother. Yeah. It's weird. Like what were the odds that they ended up in the same city and shit? Right. You know, yep. like, come on. Well, and th- real quick to, to comment on uh, Simon's, you know, reversal questioning of her. I think in this space, they're figuring out what their boundaries are because yeah. their re- entire relationship changed when they dated. Yeah. And so this is immediately after that. And so, like you said, yeah, like with your friends, like that's free information, mm-hmm. but we've never had a relationship with each other right to change that you know uh-huh. so I think right now they're just kind of they're figuring out what's cool and what's not cool. right well I don't like any of it it's annoying <laughs> there's far more cool. important things to talk about <laughs> but it's teen angst yeah uh okay so anyway um oh okay sorry my bad so anyway Clary admits that like 
she would have known Jace. Maybe this wouldn't have happened. And then she adds, and maybe I wouldn't have fallen in love with him. And mm. Simon's like, whoa, <laughs> you've never admitted that before. And um, she's like, yeah, what's the point, man? I mean, I probably won't ever see him again. And I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. I'm a brother lover. <laughs> I love my brother in a sexual way. <laughs> what's the point? I can tell whoever I want to. Just kidding. She didn't do any of that. <laughs> but she does wonder, like, what's the point? Which is probably why she just showed Isabel mm-hmm. the letter. Fuck it. You know? Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> my levels <laughs> so just then they could see the downworlders starting to gather at the gate which is kind of a cool view I guess that's why they pointed out she was on guard hill or whatever because <gasps> guard hill they could see the gate oh my god it's all clicking now <laughs> so Clary wishes that she could just create a portal to take everyone away and like hide from Valentine basically like if they say no I just want to scoop everybody up and hide everybody away in my bosom that's right. Yes. Inside of my bra. There's room. Yeah. <laughs> and Simon, I didn't mean it like, I meant because they were so big. Like, I didn't mean it because they were small. You know what I mean? If you guys saw her boobs, you would understand. You would never even notice that there's like 30 people inside of there. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to move on now. Okay. <laughs> so Simon asks if Clary. You offended somebody? <laughs> Some way? <laughs> One way or the other, big or small? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just meant like you, you know, you hold your child against your chest is what I meant. Oh. <laughs> I meant like sticking people in your bra. <laughs> like, Trojan I'm... horse them out. <laughs> Just me. Nothing to see here. Just big-breasted Amanda hanging out. Like the lady who put a vodka bottle under each Oh, my God. Yes. And like a ham or some shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was in her skirt. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, shitters. All right. Well, anyway. (laughs) They're going to try. She wants to hide them, but she can't. Okay? They're not going to fit inside her bra. Okay. We know this. Definitely. So Simon then asks if Clary can create a rune um, that can, like, kill demons or valentines. Like, valentines. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, uh, Simon asks if Clary can create a rune um, that can kill all of the demons or even kill valentine. And she tells him that it doesn't really work like that, which is funny that she kind of knows how it works. I guess she's done a couple now. But how do you know? You haven't done that much. It's intuitive. She yeah, just knows. right. <laughs> so, anyway, um, because plot, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Amanda. So Clary explains that she can only draw runes that she can picture. So when she thinks of shit like killing Valentine, she doesn't see anything. She describes it as white noise. Simon asks where the runes she um, pictures come from, and of course she isn't sure, but explains that Magnus told her about older runes that aren't from the Grey Book, like the Mark of Cain, that was a protection rune. So she's not sure if she's inventing runes or remembering old runes that maybe Mm. she's seen or something Mm. like that in the book or not the book, or I don't know, maybe she's getting it somehow. I don't know. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, so she thinks back to the rune that Ethereal had had shown her, just a simple knot, and... um, She's curious, like, is it an angel rune? Is it an old rune? Is it something new that he was showing her? She doesn't really know. Um, so she asks Simon if he's hungry. And he asks if she's afraid of her. Like, do you think I'm going to bite you? 
And she told him that he's welcome to her blood anytime. And someone's like, ew, no, I would never. <laughs> he tells her that he already had Jace's blood once and doesn't want to feed, like, doesn't want to make a habit, basically, of, like, feeding <laughs> off of his friends. Right. <laughs> and it seems like a valid question, though, for him to have asked. Like, I feel like, at least at first, I would be a little afraid, especially because this whole world is so new. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what if he did get super hungry and just decide, you know, he just couldn't help himself? I feel like I'd just be checking with you. Hey, girl, you hungry? <laughs> you hungry? How you, you want doing? a cat? You yeah. a cat. <laughs> I feel like he, if he got hungry enough, he probably would. I feel like his instincts would kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he let himself get hungry enough. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the idea is that you keep them sati- satiated so they don't. Right. Yeah. And in which case I would be like Clary. Yeah. Let me get that girl. Mm-hmm. But also, Clary's an idiot because she's a teenager and she doesn't think about consequences. Yeah. And so she's like, but I know Simon and Simon's not that kind of a person. <laughs> and you're like, bitch. He's that's a not vampire. How it works. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is not how it works. Yeah. It's not how anything works. All right. Well, anyway, Clary finally realizes that must be. Um, that must be how Simon was made a daylighter, like drinking Jace's blood. Uh huh. And he admits that he believes it, too. He thinks that it's because she and Jace are so special in some way and not, like, normal shadow hunters, which is what Jace told Luke, remember? I'm not a normal (laughs) 17-year-old. Anyway, the Sealy Queen did say that they were both, like, experiments. And um, Clary has that rune power. And Jace, with his, like, supernatural (laughs) assistance, as he calls it, (laughs) Clary's like, ugh, do you really dislike him that much? And Simon says he doesn't dislike Jace. But when they first met him, Simon thought, that he was just using Clary to show off. He thought that Jace would get tired of her and um, she would, and I quote, come back to me. <gasps> I told you guys this motherfucker. He's like, yeah, I'm not proud to admit that. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> but then <laughs> Jace didn't get tired of her. And so he was bummed. But then they found mm-hmm. out that Jace is her brother. And Simon was like, yes, my girl. Talking about my girl. My girl. But no. <laughs> In the Sealy Court, when Jason Clary kissed, Simon realized um, how he could see how much Jace actually loved Clary. And this was like, this was not going anywhere, regardless of how much blood was shared. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So Clary asks um, if that was the reason Simon went to the Hotel du Mort. And he says, not really. Like, he had been thinking about it nonstop. He would wake up already getting dressed to, like, go there, like, sleep dressing, I guess. Okay. And um, his urge to go to the du Mort was stronger at night or when he was close to the hotel. And that night in the Sealy Court, he was exhausted and clearly upset um, and physically close to the hotel. So he doesn't even, like, he remembers being in the park, but he doesn't actually remember going to the hotel. And Clary feels so incredibly guilty for upsetting him. She feels like if she hadn't upset him, then maybe they wouldn't, like, then maybe they wouldn't gone there. And um, he tells her that his only, the only mistake was that he didn't tell her that he was having these urges, which I don't know how she would have been able to stop him. Listen, I feel like this is another instance of Clary being very self-centered mm-hmm. and not asking Simon what's going on or what's, how long has he been a vampire for? Right. Like, and you're just figuring out the night he got turned, everything that happened. Like, you, like, I know you're a shadow hunter and that's cool. But, like, I would just be like, tell me absolutely every detail. Yes. That you can think of, of the night, like, what was and happening. Then what? And then what? And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what happens to people who don't have friends. Uh, especially who don't have female friends growing up. Because... <laughs> 
The over the art of the overshare is a unique. I think we've proven that in this here podcast. Thing. Oh wow! But but I mean that's the only way to explain why she's not like super curious and up Simon's butt about everything. Simon's her best friend. She yeah. should know like literally everything. Little details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walk yeah. me through it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we're going to pick it apart and do it again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to spend four hours on this at least. Yeah, at least. Grab some pizza. Right. With some blood. We got, we got to work on it. Yeah. I mean, I remember high school, it was like, if you kissed someone, it required at least an entire weekend of <laughs> deciphering. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. Well, out of fucking nowhere, honestly, in my opinion anyway, Simon tells Clary that he doesn't regret dating her. I just, anyway, it's a weird placement of this conversation. Um, He says he loves her for trying to make it work. Boo. (laughs) Raphael told him that he isn't a good vampire or he wouldn't make a good vampire until, or he isn't now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because he hasn't accepted that he's dead, I guess, or you won't be one until you accept that you're dead. And he tells her that as long as he remembers loving her, then he will still feel alive. Well, (laughs) more boo (laughs) more boo (laughs) can i get a boo anyway (laughs) it just needs something more boo more boo yep that's my bad christopher walk that was really good that's good So just then they noticed that the sun was setting it was like an alarm went off in their heads like oh the sun it's gone anyway um, the gates didn't open. Fuck, dude. That means the clave is going to give up to Valentine. And Simon is like, bro, they hate downworlders that much. And Clary tells him that she thinks downworlders um, scare shadow hunters and that they are actually kind of jealous. And Simon is like, what? Jealous? And Clary internally remembers, which I don't know if she actually even responds to him. Anyway, she internally remembers Ethereal showing her Valentine talking about Downworlders and that it's not fair that they have powers that Shadowhunters don't have. He was super T.O. that they have greater powers than Shadowhunters too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not fair. Not fair. Yeah, he was throwing a fit. I don't know if he really was. That was me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Clary starts wondering why Ethereal would show her that of all things. And then she remembered hearing Valentine say, why can't we share in what they have? And bam, Emerald. Emerald's here. <laughs> she realizes that the knot Ethereal showed her is a binding rune. Yes, finally, we get some context for what, like, the reason that he's pulling information and showing them. Yeah. So I actually really quick want to know if you guys think that Ethereal showed... I know that they got the gist of the same story, basically, mm-hmm. Jason Clary, mm-hmm. while they were seeing these visions. But do you think they got the exact same thing, the same video? Like, one of them took something from it, and the other one took another thing. Or they got different things? you think different things? I do, too. I, I think you're okay. right what you wrote here. I, uh-huh. I I think that while Ethereal was showing Clary the rune stuff, I think he was showing Jason something, something different. Yeah, which is probably... I don't know. I guess there would be no reason for him to show. Yeah. What does he care about the rune? Right. It's not like he was sending Jace rune pictures because then Jace would be able to make. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, it's interesting. As I said. <laughs> so Clary started yelling about the binding rune and shit. And Simon's like, bitch, what you talking about? <laughs> so then she's like, where's the clave meeting? I'm like, duh, girl. 
You know they're meeting at the Accords Hall. That's where they've been. You know this. And then she just like starts running away again. And Clary's like, ah, or Simon. He's like, ah, another Clary adventure. Fine. And he just starts following. All right, fine. Off Here again. I go. <laughs> so Sebastian's words are, all roads lead to the hall. I don't think he would sound like Hank Hill, but <laughs> I thought that was your dad. Propane. <laughs> Okay, anyway, they're echoing in Clary's head as she's making her way through the mean streets of Alicante. <laughs> Using her survival instincts that I can only assume she got from Cody Lundin, you know, dual survival. If she follows water, she will hear Siri tell her, you've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can go ahead and tick a box in the Clary column because it worked. Simon and her share. An- okay, anyway, she gets there. It worked. She's there. Hallelujah. And then Simon and Clary share some light, light vampire humor. Oh. And I have to ask, slash interject here. I think we can all, especially now all, say that as much as there were some awful Twilight scenes, mm-hmm. i.e. the use of the word spider monkey. The mm-hmm. worst. I feel like in these type of cases, it would just make sense for Simon to give like Clary a piggyback ride. Agreed. He's mm-hmm. all vamped up. Like, why not? I mean, I can't imagine, like, Raphael doing it. But Simon and Clary, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, they could have, like, he's not even out of breath. And he's just like, what took you so long? Right. (laughs) Kiddo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like she could probably walk faster now that she's had more training a little bit. Not really even. And I guess Clary just kind of, like, Barry Goldberg and, like, ran off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You think he'd be, like, need a lift? (laughs) He would just run by and (laughs) scoop her up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I Robert Pattinson makes it look so easy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Clary makes herself at home and she walks right in. The scene laid out before her is crochet. There's a ton of shadow hunters like packed in more than she'd ever seen, which to be fair isn't like <laughs> like how many times have you seen things? Like it's not a lot. But she does make um a note that it was even more than when V-Tang made his little power play. Like, mm-hmm. there's more people here than before. So, <clears throat> everyone seems to be formed into their own little, like, factions whose sole purpose is to yell at a different group of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Claire, Sounds like mundanes. Yeah. Right? Mundies. Cool. They're, um, like, the jocks. Yeah. And the nerds or whatever. Yep. Breakfast club? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... Clary scans the room for Luke and eventually picks him out. And he's looking like the meme of Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette outside. That's always used to explain how children are basically soul-sucking demons. (laughs) So. Oh, my God. It, like, you said in it, it was, the image was there. I I could just see Luke smoking a cigarette just like, fuck. Shit's so stressful, man. <laughs> Just worn down. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. anyway, she picks out Luke, but she can't find her mom. Jocelyn is MIA. Nah. Just kidding. What's new? Right. <laughs> oh, too soon? Yeah. Right. So she's hesitating, which under normal circumstances, I'd be like, yes quit running headfirst into trouble but now i'm like go girl get gone like go it's already past sunset anyway clary as usual takes a moment to stop and think of her brother lover 
And how foolish but brave he was going after Vitae because he was a part of the shenanigans. Well, you know what? She was part of them too. And this was important. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> she calls on Simon to wish her luck. And then her feet carry her atop the dais. And nothing. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd like to make some toast. <laughs> That's from Despicable Me. Okay. <laughs> Only Luke seemed to notice her, and his face was like, girl, this is why we can't have anything nice. <laughs> and then a moment later, Malachi is starting, like, started for her, shaking his head and gesturing for her to get down, which I do equally to my four-year-old and my cat, so I have a very clear vision of what this looks like. <laughs> get down. Get down. Yep. And it's that that weird where you only catch like one syllable uh-huh. per word. <laughs> you have to keep your jaw, like your teeth tight together <laughs> yeah. as you're trying to talk. Anyway. <laughs> of course, at this, everyone turns up um, to Clary. Like they're like, oh my gosh. Tell us everything. We want the cheese made just like the rest of us. Yeah. And the crowd's like, oh my God, Becky, look, it's Vting's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> And Clary addresses the crowd, and she's like, yeah, you're right. I am. Bitches. <laughs> Just kidding. She didn't say that. <laughs> it was silent. Yeah. <laughs> the beat was silent. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I had no idea it was until a few weeks ago, because the Mortal Instrument series is super condensed in its timeline. <laughs> but you all are going to believe whatever you want about me, and that's fine. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Aww. However, you better recognize that I know things about V-Ting that you couldn't possibly know. I can help you win the battle against him. Asterisk. Hair flip. Asterisk. <laughs> Malachi is like, that's ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. You're just a little girl. And Aline, Al- sorry, and Aline's dad, whose name is Patrick Penhallow, mm-hmm. is like, you're forgetting. She's Jocelyn's daughter. Let her say her piece. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything. Me neither. Tell me, please. Tell me what Jocelyn did. Stop the uprising? <sighs> I guess. She is hailed as a hero. Okay. Okay. Because okay. up until this point, everyone thought she was dead. Do they still think she's dead? Or have they seen her? I, I, we don't I think, know. I think they know she's not dead because of Clary. And Luke. Being there, and, and so like people have learned of this uh, as of late, but for that whole like fifteen years, they mm-hmm. all thought she was dead and a hero, a martyr. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Do you think that they all also thought? I, I feel like we've talked about this, but Valentine was dead as well. Yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, what yeah, he yeah, wanted, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think people knew he wasn't. They said really dead, it. but there was no proof, and right. so everyone, you know, it's like Voldemort. Right. No one wants to believe that he's still alive because he there hasn't been any crux. side of him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, sure. <sighs> okay. But I really like Patrick. Yeah. I don't know. I from what we've seen of him, mm-hmm. I I really he's I, a good I'm dude. like I wish I could like I wish we could get to know you a little mm-hmm. bit better. He's a good and dude. where are the Penhollows? Aren't they run an institute somewhere? Right. Um. Gia. Gia's family was from Beijing. China's. Yeah, I think it I was think Beijing. Too. Okay. And then he. Took like he went to go work at that institute to get away from Vting's influence. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, and then okay. he met Gia and they got married. That's, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. cool beans. Yeah. Anyway, Clary starts her whole monologue, if you will, <laughs> mm-hmm. by scolding Malachi for working with Quizzy two times to throw Simon in jail. Mm-hmm. 
And first, I'm like, I roll. But then I realize that she's building her case. And I'm impressed. Right. <laughs> it, so, it feels a little petty at first. You're like, feels okay, like, get past it. Why didn't you tell me I had a brother? Right. Yeah. This is what it kind of feels like. <laughs> then I realized, okay. This is her style. Right. <laughs> Start off childish, finish strong. Right. Yeah. At least we hope. So after checking in, like, we're just making sure that we're all on the same page here. <laughs> the friend in question is, quote, the vampire. Carrie begins with her opening arguments. Simon was locked up because they think that he had some knowledge um, he was holding back about beating, like possibly using black magic or some other devices to blow up the ship. But you bitches are wrong. He didn't do it. I did. Mm-hmm. Bam. And everyone's like, scoff. Yeah, right. And Luke is wearing his best <laughs> shut the fuck up, Clary mask. <laughs> but she ignores it and continues. I, I was gonna I was just gonna say one thing. It it's funny how, you know, plot. So if Jace was here, she would never be able to make this speech. He uh-huh. would never let her make this speech. No. So Jace had to go away for V yeah. on his own in order for her to be able to make this case. He'd have I to just step imagine, up. Like, yeah. She's probably in gear. Right? Well, yeah. she was yeah. wearing black gear. But I'm yeah. just imagining her in like red converse. Like standing <laughs> like, like corduroys and like a, a band shirt. Yeah. I know she's not, but in my head. Yeah. It's a rock solid panda band shirt and like a cardigan. Yeah. yeah I could see that. So that's Great. not what she's wearing, but that's what she's wearing in my head. Anyway, she's telling the crowd about how she used a rune so strong and powerful that she was able to blow the ship to smithereens. <laughs> because guess what, bitches? And she's like popping her. I have the power to create new runes, not just the ones in the gray book. In the grid, the crowd goes, scoff! <laughs> You're a liar, and your dad's a liar. Boo. X. <laughs> your daddy's a liar, too. Which is funny that he's like, she's, like, it's when it's convenient. She's Jocelyn's daughter, and then it's like, oh, yeah. but you're Valentine. Anyway. Yeah. And then this voice comes from the back of the room, clear and strong, and it's our baby Alec, along with Magnus, Isabel, and Maris. Marisol. Marisol. I like that. Anyway. Um, and Alec is telling the crowd that Cleary isn't fibbing. In fact, he's seen her do it because she marked him and it worked. Mm-hmm. And falling back on his lame, like, one... Okay, falling back on his one lame argument. Malachi is like, nope, wrong. <laughs> but Maris is quick to point out that why would anybody lie about something that can be proven so easily? Give Clary a stele. Lord knows she lost hers. <laughs> well, yes, she did. <laughs> And let her show you a new rune. So <laughs> Patrick Penhallow gives her a stele and Cleary tries to think of something that would make them realize that she was telling the truth. So she looked like through the crowd and she can see the Lightwood gang looking back at her like, yes, girl, you can do this. <laughs> They're like giving that awkward like head shake with a big smile. Mm-hmm. Like arms folded. Yeah. Yeah, slow nod. Yeah. See, I just see them being a bunch of Amandas, just like big smile, just shaking your head. Yeah, you're, you're doing great, honey. That's like your nickname, Amanda. You're doing great, honey. <laughs> that really has a nice ring yeah. to it, doesn't it? I'll take it. Yeah. So, looking at Simon, yet thinking of Jace. Oh no, I'm shocked. Uh huh. Clary sets Stella to skin and lightly draws her rune. I just imagined she was going to draw it on like a whiteboard. (laughs) (laughs) This is my rune. (laughs) This is what it does. Don't ask me to prove it. (laughs) 
Okay. So <clears throat> she looks at Malachi first, who was white as a ghost and backing away from her in horror. And then she saw Luke staring at her, but calling out for Jocelyn. And the rest of the cloud, the cloud, the rest of the crowd is kind of a blur. Their expressions are a array of feelings from horror, like Malachi's to like wonderment and amazement. And then Amethyst pushes her way to the dais calling for Steven. And Clary was like, shh, didn't think that 100% through, but sometimes you got to break eggs, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that part did make me feel icky. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Then the rune, and I quote, magic, rune magic, quoted, <laughs> slips from her. And she addresses the crowd, telling them that she knows what they all saw, and they know that it's too powerful to be a glamour or an illusion. And if she was able to do that with just one rune that she created, then she can, you know, let me help you be V-Tang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the consul is quick to say that there isn't going to be a battle, and they have agreed to surrender in the morning. They're sorry. No, it's okay. I have to find my thing anyway. Yeah, so fine. Okay, while you're searching for that, one thing... Um, in this part that I really liked is there's this moment where Clary sees Alec when she does the room, right? Uh-huh. Clary sees Alec standing there and he looks over at Magnus and looks back at, at Clary and it doesn't, we don't see, hear anything. Like there's no like whatever, but it just that little moment. I was like, he loves Magnus. Oh yeah. Like he's just checking in on <laughs> Oh him. yeah. You can see. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. I'm going to just start with the consul. Okay. Mm-hmm. The consul is quick to say that there isn't going to be a battle and they have agreed to surrender in the morning. And Clary's frantic, telling them that they can't possibly be thinking of giving in. So I'm going to read what is probably a little bit too long of a quip from the book, but I really liked it and I can't summarize. So here we go. <clears throat> you can't do that, she said, a twinge of desperation entering her voice. You think everything will be all right if you just give up? You think Valentine will let you keep on living like you already have? You think he'll confine his killing to demons and downworlders? She swept her graze across the room. Most of you haven't seen Valentine in 15 years. Maybe you've forgotten what he's really like, but I know. I've heard him talk about his plans. You think you can still live your lives under Valentine's rule, but you won't be able to. He'll control you completely because he'll always be able to threaten you to destroy you with the mortal instruments. He'll start with downworlders, of course. But then he'll go to the clave. He'll kill them first because they think they're he, he thinks they're weak and corrupt. Then he'll start in on anyone who has a downworlder anywhere in their family. Maybe a werewolf brother? Her eyes swept over to Amatis. Or a rebellious teenage daughter who dates the occasional fairy knight? Her eyes went to the lightwoods. Or anyone who's ever so much as befriended a downworlder. And then he'll go after anyone who's ever employed the ser- services of a warlock. How many of you would that be? I liked that, though, looking at the people specifically. Mm-hmm. Well, and then she even goes, like, if you've ever employed a warlock, like, how many of you have done that? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the in- most of the institutes hire warlocks, right, to help make portals yeah, and exactly. stuff. She's making really good, valid points. Finally. Well, and I think that they, in their eyes, kind of what we talked about before, it's like, we've never really worked with downworlders anyway. Like, right. Who cares if, you know. Yeah. We've never treated them as our equals, therefore we can't be associated with them. But actually, we associate with them a lot. And uh-huh. in V-Tang's eyes, our prejudice isn't enough to separate us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, 
Malachi tries to discredit her further. Like, he's kind of, like, on his last legs here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's telling her that, like, V-Tank's not going to do anything to destroy the Nephilim. I mean, it's not like he just unleashed a demon army on our most vulnerable, like, last night. Totally out of character yeah. for him. <laughs> right? He's not going to do that. So um, Clary really lays it out. Um, in V-Tang's eyes, any Nephilim who associates with Downworlders are not worthy to be called Nephilim. But they have to remember they have a mandate from heaven to protect the world against demons, not Downworlders. And by the by, Downworlders don't really care for demons either. They also destroy them. Valentine will spend all his time on a witch hunt against Downworlders that he'll forget about killing demons and then we'll all be fucked. Mm-hmm. Fucked. <laughs> but I don't... I love that it's Clary giving this fucking speech about how horrible her father is when for the last like five chapters she's been like, really? You think V-Tang did this? (laughs) She's finally been convinced. Like, girl, yes, you knew that. (laughs) Malachi's like, oh, I get it now. We aren't fighting alongside downwarders. Like, okay, sorry. I said this weird. Malachi's like, oh, I get it now. Like, I get what you're building, too. Like, you want us to do this alliance. Well, guess what, sister? We're not going to... We won't be fighting alongside downworlders, especially not in a battle that, like, we aren't going to win. So it's like we would potentially put our tail between our legs and, like, apologize for being, like, complete assholes. But not if we're, like, going to lose. Like, we'd rather, like, go out on top than admit failure. So then Clary begins her closing arguments. Telling everyone about how Beating only hates downloaders because he's peanut butter and jealous of all their nifty <laughs> skills with a Z. And that in some way, they're even more powerful than shadow hunters are. And I get it. It's normal to be scared of a power that you don't share. But what if you could? Oh, like shit. binding? Yeah. Maybe? <gasps> like a binder with all their skill sets. Okay, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's laminated. Like, the, the, the tabs. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I can make a rune that binds you to a fellow downloader who's fighting by your side. You guys could share powers. You could be as fast healing as a vampire, swift as a fairy knight, or hungry like the wolf. <laughs> Love that. That was beautiful. That was then they could share all of your skills with a Z. Dare I say, we'd be impossible to beat, old chaps. Let me mark you. Let's do it. <laughs> Her words echoed into, like, utter silence, and the crowd just stared back at her. Uh, I think they're going to go for it. Let <laughs> <laughs> me mark you. <laughs> they, it was a really positive reception. Okay. <laughs> oh, shitters. Anyway. So, real quick, before we, before we end this, um, we didn't really talk about it, but... I am assuming from the way that the people reacted, like Amatis and Lynn Luke and stuff, that Clary's rune made her look like whoever they loved the most, right? I guess I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's so sad. Well, okay, here. It could also be, um, well, I wonder, no, because Meg, well, it could be you could see somebody that you lost because Amatis lost Steven. Well, maybe that's why Alec looked at Magnus? Because he like, you know. He's, like, physically still there, but he could have thought that, like, he lost their relationship. Same thing with, like, Luke lost Jocelyn. It's a very far stretch. Okay. Interesting. So you think that, otherwise, if it was who you loved most. Yeah. (laughs) Malachi. You're you're poo. (laughs) Sorry. 
Malachi could be looking at someone who's dead, which is why he looks like he's seen a ghost. I, his I, wife. Yeah, I think because some of the reactions were like horrified and like very confused and some of the reactions were really sad and then some of the people were just looking at the people next to them like what the fuck is happening mm-hmm, right now mm-hmm. so that makes sense yeah got it mm-hmm. okay do you see what i do no i don't we love different people bro get over it <laughs> what if you love more than one person equally i don't that's know not real if it's possible no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding like could you can't don't you love both your kids the same yeah, what if all you had in your life were two kids? Which one would you see? <gasps> that would be like Sophie's choice. Okay, so I have a theory. I have a theory. Now, I only have one kid, so it's just a theory because I can't <laughs> prove it. Um, I think that the whole everyone loves their kids equally is a line of crap. I think that you you shift I, I think it flexes I, I don't yeah. I don't think it's it's just the same all around mm-hmm. I, I think it's like yeah on a Tuesday you might like the other one better than this one yep I don't think your love is any different but I agree the like thing like yeah. there's some days where I like my daughter more than I like either of my sons yeah. absolutely I, and I some days I'm like you're a little brat I, I think it's like it, it's like base love, right? Right. There's like the base, like yeah, I'm gonna die for you because you're my fucking kid. Like that's base love that you don't have control over. Mm-hmm. It's like biological, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got like things you love about somebody, and then things you like about somebody, and like then those things kind of fluctuate. Because I mean, I'm sorry, but I was a shithead when I was a kid, mm-hmm. teenager. Like there was plenty of times I'm sure my mom's like I don't fucking like this person like like I I don't even like her not love I like uh-huh. like I'm pretty much a kind of I hate her personality she's a bad person like <laughs> you know what I mean I love you so much but I really don't like you that right. much like, right now. I'd die for you but I would probably be the one trying to kill you <laughs> I don't know it's just my theory I only have one kid so I don't have to worry about it <laughs> great I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I think you love people differently in the way that you need to be loved and they need you to love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I don't think it's fair to measure it. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think you can measure mm-hmm. it. it. There's no barometer. Right. Yep. Color it in. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Awesome. On that note. Right. <laughs> make sure that you've read Chapter 17, The Shadowhunter's Tale, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.